Good morning. Welcome to the 2018-2019 academic online video organized by EasyRead. Today we're going to be discussing on civil litigation overview. Now, generally, civil litigation is a course that deals with how parties can address a wrong before a competent court. Now, it is important to know that the term litigation is a process by which matters have been adjudicated before a competent court. And it's important to note that in litigation, there are three stages to achieve this aim. Now, these stages are referred to as one, pre-trial stage, two, trial stage, and three, post-trial stage. Now, please take note that this same process goes also with criminal litigation. That is to tell you, whenever a topic in a law school ends with the word litigation, there must be a pre-trial, a trial, and a post-trial. Now, let's consider the pre-trial. Now, the pre-trial in civil litigation simply tells you what are the necessary steps I should take as a counsel before going to court. Now, what are the basic things the law school wants you to understand? One, identify the course of action. Now, the task befalling a lawyer is to identify the course of action. Now, there are various courses of action, but the Nigerian law school limits its course of action to the following courses, and they are one, breach of contract. Please take note of this very course of action I'm identifying because they are the basic essence of civil litigation. One, breach of what? contract two land dispute three recovery of premises four matrimonial causes five fundamental human rights six election petitions the law school limits its scope to this very course of action in respect of the various course of action in nigeria for us to have a limited scope of the subtopic or the topic civil litigation. Now, two, in pre-trial, is to identify the court with jurisdiction. Now, let me sound this quickly. That jurisdiction, as a term, is losing because there are various types of jurisdiction in the very essence. We have one, substantive jurisdiction, we have two, territorial jurisdiction, and we have three, procedural jurisdiction. Regardless of the fact that they are all called jurisdiction, they have different principles. That is why we should understand what each jurisdiction stands for. Now, the first, which is substantive jurisdiction, is also known as the subject matter, or sometimes referred to as the cause of action jurisdiction. That means the wrong determines the court. Now, substantive jurisdiction has this principle that states that it can be raised at any time of the proceedings, even at appeal for the first time. Please, this principle does not apply to other forms of jurisdiction, but just substantive. Now, let me give you a run-through of the substantive jurisdiction in civil litigation so you have an idea. Now, for breach of contract, the appropriate court is the state high court. That means if you take breach of contract issue to the federal high court, it tells you 
you have raised or you have caused an issue of jurisdiction and that can be challenged at any time that's what i'm trying to explain for election petition we have various courts depending on the office that was contested for for the president and the vice the court is the court of appeal for governors it is the governorship election tribunal while for those in the house of assemblies the state house of assembly and the national assembly it is the national assembly and the state house of assembly election tribunal or rather still the state house of assembly and the national assembly election tribunal so it's like a combination of both house into a single tribunal now for fundamental right action we have various courts that can decide on such matter depending on the scope we have one the state high court two the federal high court and three the national industrial court for matrimonial courses the appropriate court is the state high court and for recovery of premises now please take note location becomes the very essence in lagos there are two courts saddled with the jurisdiction of recovery of premises and they are called magistrate court and the state high court now the difference between this magistrate court and the state high court as to jurisdiction in lagos is the annual rent value please not the total sum owed in a particular year but rather the annual rent value i'll give you an idea if somebody pays a rent of five million yearly and has not paid for five years in law what determines the court is the annual rent and not the total of five years old because that is no longer called annual rent it is called areas of rent so it's important you distinguish between the word annual rent and areas of rent now in lagos if it is 10 million and below the appropriate court is magistrate court if the annual rent of the tenant is 10 million and below the appropriate court is the magistrate court but what the annual rent exceeds 10 million it goes to the state high court that's for lagos now for abuja there are also two courts saddled with this responsibility and they are namely district court and the high court of the fct and they also have a limit as to the annual rent for the district court the annual rent is 5 million and below and when it exceeds 5 million it goes to the high court of the federal capital territory now other than jurisdiction issues in pretrial include parties include commencement of an action include pretrial issues such as striking out of pleading consolidation interpleaders we also have application to deal with applications in court are made by either motion or notice or motion expate we'll consider how to move motion before the court also we also have pretrial plans now these are the makeup of the pretrial stage so please take note that the pretrial stage are those things that are done before the party goes to court and most likely it is advisable that the court or the council most especially advise the client to consider alternative dispute resolution before going into litigation except for matters that are non-arbitrable examples are election matters they don't go to arbitration interpretation of constitution does not go to arbitration matters that requires declaratory injunctions they don't go to court and for the case of precedent this kind of issue are not arbitrable.
but for the rest they can be arbitrable so please take note again the non-arbitrable matters are election petition matrimonial causes issues of interpretation of the constitution and a declaratory injunction you must go to court in this case that is why they are called non-arbitrable matters now having said this triumph stage consists of the following one mentioning this is the first time the party addressed the court two you have hearing where parties try to call their witnesses to examine them in chief cross-examine them and they are re-examined so as time goes on we're going to look at the strategy of examination cross-examination and re-examination then at the close of the trial we have final address and we have judgment now at post trial we have the following enforcement of judgment because once the judgment has been delivered it will be subject to enforcement of judgment we also have application pending appeal and lastly appeal thank you for this session and for any mistake you think you heard so sorry and also advise that you get the easy read handbook prepared by mr Baguna caleb thank you